Thanks for joining the Welcome to Consciousness podcast where we are raising consciousness together. We'll be discussing all things consciousness, awakening, healing, purpose, and so much more. If you haven't already, you can hit subscribe or like, or you can follow us along on Instagram or check out our website. Let's get started. Well, g'day there and welcome again to Welcome to Consciousness. I'm here with our next guest, Jade Viglia-Turo, and she's from Holistic Kinesiology. I'll get better at saying your last name. Um, and Jade is a local here near, in Tatura and near Shepparton. Uh, she used to run the pizza shop in town, which is interesting. Uh, she's married. She's got three kids. And after experiencing the amazing effects of kinesiology in her own life, she's fallen in love with it and she's created an amazing growing business, which is really flourishing. And I could tell you more about that, but I'm just really keen to hear from Jade and why she loves what she's doing, but also her own journey with consciousness and her awakening and healing and whatever that looked like for her. So Jade, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. And I just wanted to start off by saying, can you tell us a bit more about yourself and your background and then how you came to experience consciousness and energy for yourself? Um, so, yeah, long story short, I'm originally from New South Wales and I moved here because I was a baker pastry chef by trade and then wanted to get into cake decorating. So that was why I moved here. Um, but I feel like that... Like I kind of had to get out of Narendra. Like I feel like I had to leave. Um, and so that was a blessing in disguise really. But then, you know, I got here, nothing went to plan, like everything changed and nothing felt like it was really falling into place for me. <clears throat> and I had this kind of, you know, I was at a crossroads, like do I move home? Do I stay and stick this out and see, you know, like I just had no idea what to do next and that was when someone said to me go and see this lady she's a kinesiologist which you know I had no idea what that was at the time um so I started seeing her like every two weeks and just you know not only did it kind of um help me get on the right path I suppose or get on a path, but I discovered myself in the process. Like I actually got to know myself and worked out, you know, who I was. I was so out of touch with who I was because I was such a people pleaser, I think, that, mm. um, you know, I really just met myself and learnt what my likes and dislikes were and all that sort of stuff. Like it was just, you know, a whole pe real big period of of growth for me. So, yeah ended up staying here obviously um but yeah the consciousness question was really interesting for me because when I thought back like I grew up in a Catholic family um you know no exposure to any other form of consciousness or spirituality growing up like nothing yeah. um and we weren't even you know devout Catholics um but yeah I always had lots of sort of questions about the Bible and there was things that I just didn't really resonate with or, you know, understand and some of it I thought was just bullshit really. Um, and then I read the Da Vinci Code and oh, I was okay. just like, Mum, you've got to read this. It makes so much more sense than the Bible. 
<laughs> and she, well, she refused to read it. I don't know if she's ever read it. Um, but yeah, it just made so much more sense sort of, you know, and, and gave me a different perception of all of it, I think. Um, and yeah, so that was probably like the first little teaser, I guess, um, because I feel like I didn't have any big grand awakening moment or, um, you know, event that happened that I kind of went, you know, um, it was just all these little like chunks the universe was giving me. So, you know, there was the Da Vinci Code. And then later on I learned um, pendulum dowsing, which is something that I teach as well now. Um, and that was sort of, you know, a little bit of a beginning of my journey with like spirit and my own intuition and developing an understanding for that and, you know, and all of that sort of stuff. Um, and then I started a regular yoga practice and, yeah, just really actually connected in with my physical body, um, you know, and and developed like a, a relationship with the with my physical body as well as like sort of deepening my intuition through yoga. And my instructor was like she was amazing. I miss her so much. Um, but very, you know, would just gent like give you gentle little bits of kind of spiritual stuff tied in with the yoga. Um, it was never kind of forced on you or over the top or anything like that. Um, and then, yeah, obviously I began studying kinesiology and, um, that kind of took it all to a deeper level again, I guess, and kind of helped to sort of pull things together. Um, and was how I sort of learned to recognize and understand how I communicated with my intuition or how it communicated with me, um, and all that sort of thing. Um, yeah. And then. 2019, I kind of felt like my head was in a washing machine the whole year. Like, I don't know if you've ever experienced that, but it was just like, that's the only way I could describe it, um, which someone said to me was kind of like a spiritual awakening. Um, I was like, wow, I thought it was meant to be, you know, rainbows and unicorns. <laughs> it's very much the opposite a lot of the time. Oh, my God. I was like, wow, what is this? But it's yeah. sort of, I don't know, like I think that was probably the point in time that I could say that everything kind of came together and just up-leveled, like I sort of up-leveled, I guess. Um, so, yeah, it was interesting and I've just sort of kept growing and evolving from there. Yeah, I think it's really interesting what you said about your head feeling like it's in a washing machine because I felt like mine was like that for five years or more. And yeah, it's, it's like insane. A lot of people, when they're getting ready to experience or understand consciousness, like when you're hitting that point, you, I think you're already experiencing it. And it's because you're experiencing it that it's bringing all the shit up, all the stuff that's been suppressed and that you haven't known about yourself. And now it's coming to the surface. And it's a lot of strain on the nervous system. And it's a, it's a lot to just process. Yeah, yeah. And I think like that's probably what it was because it was just like, you know, there was like this constant feeling of like I don't know uncertainty or you know just just stuff going on all the time that you know nothing kind of made sense and nothing really you know like it was just like a constant I don't know inner turmoil sort of thing mm. um yeah for pretty much the whole year yeah and 
you know, did you were you concerned about your own mental health in that time? No, not not my mental health. Like I sort of I could recognize what it was to an extent. Um, you know, I didn't feel like I was kind of going crazy or or that I was struggling with my mental health. And I sought out um the people that I sort of knew could kind of help me through it. Um I think I had a couple of healings with Annie Hicks in that time. Um yeah, it was it was weird. Like I sort of, you know didn't know exactly what was going on but also kind of knew that it was a bit of a a process like it was yeah it was not me sort of thing if that makes sense yeah like you had enough awareness at that point to be like all right this is sort of meant to be or it's like yeah like something's going on here like I don't know what it is and I can't understand like I can't explain it or explain why but I was like yeah there's something like something's happening Mm. and looking back do you think it was kind of like a recalibration of like your energy and your mind and emotions and body quite possibly yeah yep yep and then you know I think like well then 2020 COVID hit and I feel like that it was divinely timed um, because I don't, like I don't know whether or not it sort of changed my outlook and the way that I kind of got through all of that, like whether or not that would have all been different in a sense. Um, So, yeah, I definitely feel like everything was sort of divinely timed. Yeah, I mean, it definitely sounds like it was meant to be, just the whole journey. And like you said, a... There wasn't a time you can pinpoint, but the fact that you started with the kinesiology and you're already starting to, you know, open yourself to that energy, to the consciousness. Yeah. And did you know that at the time or was it just like, you know, this is just helping me at the time? No, I definitely knew it. Like I sort of, before I started studying, I knew, you know, that I had opened up a lot and definitely had a lot more kind of awareness and, and understanding and had changed a lot of my beliefs and stuff. Um, and, yeah, so then it just kind of, like at first when I started studying kinesiology, I felt like a fish out of water um, because, you know, a lot of the other people were so more sort of advanced than I was or so I thought in terms of you know they saw things and heard things and had you know and I like it took me a while to realize that everyone experiences their consciousness and intuition differently Mm. um so not to be disheartened because you know I wasn't experiencing it the same way as someone else Mm. so yeah it's a good point for anyone listening like there are some of them what are the main ways that different people would experience intuition from your point of view? Um, I think, like, I guess it depends on what kind of, like, what your senses already are stronger, you know, whether it's vision or hearing or, you know, that sort of thing. Like my intuition for me is definitely a gut feeling a lot of the time. Mm. Um, But then I'll also have things just kind of pop into my head or, you know, like it's more kind of, yeah, they just sort of kind of pop in as opposed to me having visions or dreams or, um, you know, hearing messages, I guess. Yeah, I think that's just knowing. It's like knowing, hearing, feeling. Yeah, yeah. 
There's one more yeah. that I feel like comes up a lot too, but I just can't think of it. Yeah, right. yeah. I'm definitely not an expert on all of them. Um, mm. But I sort of just from seeing other people and witnessing what other people experience and, and that sort of thing, um, mm. yeah, I've, I've sort of learned that my my experience is a bit different. Yeah. And look, it's a whole new world sometimes. So it's like, there's a lot to learn, but I loved how you said that you really up-leveled your life after that. So what was the changes that happened? Like what difference did it make to you uh, in your life, you know, going through this process and, and being more open and connected? I feel like there's definitely been lots of struggle along the way, like in just, you know, in terms of um, having to shift my awareness on things and even just grappling with, you know, a lot of conditioning and um, belief systems, like inherited sort of belief systems and all that sort of stuff that you kind of have to then make the tough decision sometimes that I'm going to go against those like they don't they're not a fit for me and you know that kind of fear of like disappointment or you know letting your family down sort of thing because you're gonna you're gonna be different or you're gonna take a different path and that sort of thing um so that was yeah that was big um but then I've definitely had like moments of just pure amazement and awe at the things that have kind of unfolded or, you know, you get those little nods of reassurance, I guess, um, and those little signs that it's you're doing like you're on the right track and you're doing you're doing the right thing sort of thing um, and that you're supported, I guess, um, in, yeah, in that respect. Um, but, yeah, it's been a big, it's been a big journey, I would say. Yeah, it really is, like, when you're talking about shifting those beliefs, I mean, there's so much energy behind just beliefs that are stored in our subconscious. So it's like such a big thing to like interrupt them and, you know, replace them with beliefs that are aligned with who you you know you are through your intuition, through your connection to your truer self. And it really is big stuff. Yeah, that's right. And sometimes it can take a bit of, um, healing to actually you know to do to do all of that like to you know some of them you almost need to heal from I think yeah that's right like heal from the beliefs that you had is that what you mean yeah yeah like you know just of being able to let them go um and you know invite something new in can be like almost a healing journey um Mm. But yeah, some of them, yeah, some of them have like some of my belief systems and stuff that were kind of conditioned in or, you know, whatever. Um, I've definitely had to kind of heal from those and do a lot of work on myself. Yeah, 100%. And it's kind of like those beliefs also have the emotion and some trauma attached to them. Yeah, exactly. That energy. We're taking a quick break because I want to let you know that I'm looking for some big dreamers who either feel disconnected from or stuck in their big dream to take all their power back, to thrive in every area of their life and create everything that they dream of. It doesn't matter how big the obstacles are or how impossible it seems. If you've got a big dream, whether it's for your business, your career, your health, your relationships 
or to make a big impact in the world or all of the above. I'm telling you, if you feel it somewhere inside, it's absolutely possible. The universe wouldn't put that inside of you if it wasn't, and I'd love to help you get there. If this resonates with you, please reach out through Instagram or my website. I'd love to meet you, hear about your dreams and your challenges, and see what's possible together. And now, we'll return back to the show. Yeah, and how how does how can kinesiology like help someone? I know I'm just sort of diving into something on the side here um, to help work through some of those or even identify. Do you find that coming up in your work that it brings up like yeah, conditioned beliefs or limiting or fear based beliefs? Yeah, it definitely brings up different belief um, you know belief systems and stuff like that. And I will if it comes up because it can be quite a generic sort of balancing process but I will kind of dive in with people or just just give them it like give them something to think about you know like what are your belief systems around whatever's shown up um because quite often with our body and our subconscious which is basically what we're kind of diving into with kinesiology is like our subconscious brain more so than our conscious brain um yeah I'll just you know give them something to sort of go away and think about if they can't think of it on the spot. But like, you know, mm. what are your what are your beliefs around whatever it is? You know, quite often it's like money or relationships or, you know, communication, that sort of thing. Mm. Um and, you know, what what are like reflect on those, have a think about what your beliefs are and then um are they serving you, you know, like are they serving you or are there some that you probably need to let go of <clears throat> and what, you know, then obviously what are the belief systems that you'd like to create for yourself? Mm. So that's, yeah, but like beliefs, some of like a lot of the time the ones that we need to work on are usually sabotaging us. Um, if they're in line with our highest good, well, then we don't, we don't need to heal from them. Um, but often, yeah, the ones that are sabotaging us are the ones that we kind of need to do some work on and let go of. And kinesiology is really good for that because, like I said, it taps into your subconscious mind and basically recalibrate, recalibrates or balances your nervous system and brings your body back into alignment so that you can, you know, kind of release that emotional charge or the trauma and stuff that's around them. Mm which is really amazing. And and so now that we're sort of talking about it, I'd love to hear just more about your business and how it started and, you know, what your passion is there and, um, yeah, anything you want to just share on that? Um, yeah, so my business, yeah, well, I sort of fell in love with kinesiology through my own journey with it um, and just, you know, saw the profound uh, impact that it had on my life and, and on, you know, on me and um, my self-worth and self-esteem and stuff was probably the biggest thing that I worked on with kinesiology. Mm. Um, and I just wanted everyone to experience it. Like I was, you know, referring everyone and anyone to go and see my kinesiologist. Um, and then, yeah, studied after we sold the pizza shop. Um wanted to change course in my career and not do hospitality anymore. So it felt like a good time to, to start 
studying and and do that. Um, and I just love it because of the results that I see people get with it. Um, you know, just just bringing your nervous system back into alignment and and supporting your body through you know any kind of emotional um like anything emotional really um or you know any kind of trauma or event or anything like that that we might be holding on to or a bit stuck and not able to move forward with and that sort of thing um yeah that's kind of I just love seeing people get awesome results and what are the main kind of uh, challenges or issues you're seeing most of your clients come in with? So a lot of my, like I'm passionate about working with um, particularly women, mothers and kids. Um, so a lot of the issues that I see coming in are behavioural in kids. Like, you know, it's usually the issue is kind of like the symptom and then we've got to work back and find the cause. Um so generally it's behaviour or emotions, um, you know, not being able to handle big emotions or not being able to kind of calm down after having a big emotional outburst or or whatever it is. Um, and sleep is probably another big one. They seem to be the three kind of big areas that are affected when kids are out of alignment. Um, and then sometimes it will be stuff to do with learning Um you know, just kind of being able to just go that step further with your learning or, you know, they might be struggling a little bit in one area with schooling and stuff like that. Generally that all kind of ties in with emotional stuff anyway um, or, you know, a bit of brain integration type work. Um, and then mums quite often it's like stress, anxiety, a bit of burnout, overwhelm, all that sort of thing. Um because, you know, our kids are a bit of a mirror and they usually kind of bring out in us whatever we need to work on, I find. Um, so, yeah, like I, yeah, sort of I've, I love working with both in the fact that, you know, I just know how much it changes the household dynamic if mum is in alignment and the kids are in alignment. Mm. Yeah, it's amazing and, like, parenting and raising kids it's such a big part of life for those that are in that stage and it's got so many challenges attached to it um would you have like you gave some really good points there and put some things in really good context is there any other advice that you would you, you would give um mothers or parents uh if they're facing some of those challenges you know it's a challenging world sometimes to to raise kids in yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, you know, I still have daily challenges. My big, my big one would probably be like, take yourself out of the picture. Like it's not your child's behavior is not a reflection of you or your parenting. Um, you know, we have, we have big feelings, we get stressed, we get overwhelmed. So do they. Um, but usually they haven't got the capacity or the life experience or the tools behind them yet to actually know how to handle that. So it just comes out as, you know, like um, outbursts or tantrums or sleep issues and that sort of thing. So if you can kind of look at it through a lens of, you know, um, my child's 
kind of trying to tell me something um, and explore it that way as opposed to feeling like you're a bad parent. That would be my biggest my biggest piece of advice. Mm. And that's a really good like reframe on. Yeah, well, like, you know, I'm sure that our kids don't think that they're like they're bad well, you know, sometimes they do, but like if if we, you know, they don't feel like they're failing us as children if we're having one of those days um, and we shouldn't feel like we're failing them as parents. Yeah, I think it's so good to just look at what's what are they trying to communicate? What's the message? Yeah, what's their, body try, what's their body or their nervous system trying to tell us? And, and maybe not able to, so it's coming out in other ways. Hmm. Yep. Yeah, exactly. I mean, some of us have the capacity that we can verbalise what's going on for us um, or, you know, at least have an awareness um, of why we're feeling the way we are and that sort of thing or what has triggered it and stuff like that. But, yeah, quite often kids don't or they might be too young to even actually verbalise it. Mm. And then when their big emotions come up or if they've got some trauma and I personally think kids are more in tune with energy than than they've ever been so it's like they're aware of this stuff and the energy we're feeling and we're carrying and and maybe we don't want to look at or deal with or face in ourselves um they're already more aware of it than we are so they like to they're not going to go hide it but then it's there's also you know that trauma response aspect to it as well that can be really challenging when you know a kid or a parent's going to fight flight freeze fawn mode uh, can create all sorts of challenges and yeah we really need support sometimes in that which is why it's amazing that what you're doing because sometimes you can't figure this stuff out on your own you need help you need support yeah exactly yeah and um and you know like to touch on what you said about trauma um it can be inherited as well like we can you know that that emotion or the trauma and stuff like that that we carry can then be passed on. So being able to sort of heal it for them or for yourself will kind of heal it for everyone Um, because it's no different to our physical appearance or anything else that might get inherited. So, yeah, there's that. Um, And also what was I going to say? No, I've lost it now. That's all right. I also wanted to ask you about um, some of your workshops and things that you do, um, what what you're passionate about there. Um, so love trying to support parents to, you know, help their kids as much as they can um, so that you're not kind of constantly having to search for a professional to help you. Um, there's definitely a lot of things that we can implement at home to help our kids. Um, So I've been doing a few different webinars on that sort of stuff, particularly emotions. um, And then I'm running one tonight to do with just basic movement and exercises um, to support brain integration, which will, you know, if your brain's fully integrated, then you're much more able to learn and all that sort of stuff. And things don't, um, don't feel so stressful um, but it's also really good for like balance and coordination um, and all those things and like helping develop muscles so that we can develop our fine motor skills and everything. Mm. Um, and I also run pendulum dowsing workshops every so often, which 
Um, it's a great tool to sort of start to tune into your own intuition and access your own intuition and guidance. Um, and it can also be kind of used in place of muscle testing, um, you know, so you can sort of dive a bit deeper on whatever's going on for you or a family member and stuff like that. Oh, amazing. All right. So coming back to the consciousness journey, you know, is there any advice that you would give someone on their own journey of consciousness? Uh, not to expect it to be easy. <laughs> That's a good one. Anyone uh, listening to this podcast, this is not the easy road. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think any, like, yeah, it doesn't matter what path you choose, there's going to be bumps in the road anyway. Um, trust has probably been the biggest lesson for me, mm. learning to trust myself, my own intuition, um, any like and the and the guidance that I'm that I'm given or that I receive, um, even you know sometimes it has kind of made me the black sheep. Like, um, but it's proven time and time again to be right. Like, just you know sometimes it's you feel like you are a bit crazy, um, and everyone else thinks you're a bit crazy, and I can't always explain to other people why or where, you know, where, where it's coming from. But I'm just like, you know, I know this, I know that I, that I need to do it this way or that I need to go down this path. So yeah, trust is a big one. Yeah, it's huge. And it's really trusting in your own intuitive guidance and connecting to yourself and trusting that that is what is guiding you on this journey. Would you mm. say that? Yeah. And it's almost like learning a new language. Um, you know, in a sense, but yeah, it's definitely, definitely agree with that. Mm. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, so for those that like have been really intrigued and are drawn to what you do, or maybe want to know more, what's the best way to connect with you? Uh, I've got a website, holistickinesiology.net.au um, and my social media, Facebook and Instagram pages. Um, yeah. They're probably the best ways. I, you know, I feel like my Instagram is probably an easier way to connect with me in terms of like I've got my link tree in there. So you can just click that and basically get directed to, you know, everything that you kind of need. Um, but yeah, otherwise it's all on my website. Facebook's a bit kind of harder to put it all in one place, I feel. Mm. Um, otherwise, yeah, just get in touch directly. Like there's, options to get in in contact with me on my website so if you've got any queries or you're not really sure if it'll be a fit for whatever's going on then yeah just get in touch with me I'm always happy to to have a chat mm. well thanks so much for sharing your story and all your wisdom that you've got and everything you're learning and yeah I look forward to like just seeing your business grow and flourish and you as well um, into the future Thanks, Michael. It was, yeah, it was enjoyable. Like I said, it was, um, it was good to actually reflect on some of this stuff and yeah. And think about where it all kind of fell into place for me. Mm. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye.